What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Solo A Star Wars Story spoiler cast. We just got out of the theater, saw a Solo A Star Wars Story, and uh, I think overall the reaction is pretty positive at this point. I'm Josiah Leroy. We'll go around the table here. With me today, TK421, Tom Colbert. Hello. Hi, Tom. Hello. Jimbo. Jamie hey. Leroy. And <laughs> it is my honor to not say that Pavlok is here for once. And we have... Longtime friend of mine. Uh, he's currently with WGR 550. You know him as, hmm, let's see, what do we know him as? Lucky Seven, Beard Better Than Bartle. Um, I thought we weren't going to tell him that one. <laughs> no, no, we're telling him that he's, one. He's on, a, he's on a ship. He's fine. He doesn't he know. know. He's in a ship just sailing somewhere. <laughs> My friend, TJ Luckman. What's up, buddy? Hi, how are you? So all these years, TJ and I have never podcasted together. Which is crazy because we've crazy. written a what? blog. We've been in a band. Derby Derby. Yeah. Yes. Uh, it's first mention of the Derby Derby in the universe. We were like kind of went to grade school, but we didn't because you didn't go to grade school. <laughs> I was so, special. Yeah, right, it, was, yeah. uh, it was good. That's good. So we'll go around here. Uh, obviously, if you have not seen Solo, a Star Wars story, do not listen just yet. Bookmark it. Come back to it after you've seen it one or two or three or four times. Now that you know all of us. Now that you know all of us. Uh, <laughs> now that you know if you want to listen to these people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, TJ, I got to shut it down. Oh, <laughs> I don't even know this guy. So uh, first reactions. I know TJ and I talked about it beforehand, what we expected with Solo, I guess we'll start with TJ. How did you like the movie? I went into Solo not expecting a single thing, and I am so pleased. And you weren't disappointed. And I was not disappointed at all. Uh, you can't disappoint yourself if you don't have expectations. <laughs> and there were a lot of uh, stories and rumors surrounding this movie and the pr- production of it. And you know, they went through a couple directors before they settled with Ron Howard. They had to reshoot 70% of the movie. Like, there was a lot that could have gone wrong. And I don't think anything did. I think it was fine. I, it's admirable that they were able to pull that together out of a movie that had to be reshot so late in production. Right. I mean, you know, you had Lord and Miller. So they, they produced the Lego movie a few years back, among other things. But that's most prominent for me. And I thought they were going to be great with this. From what I understand, it was two Guardians of the Galaxy. They didn't understand the character of Han, and that's why Lucasfilm decided to pull them from the project. It was more like, this is good, but you don't understand Han Solo. Yeah, well, Ron Howard did. He did. Oh. He absolutely did. I love the themes going on in, in the movie where they were, Han is the good guy. That's the secret, right? Everyone thinks he's this guy who doesn't care, but the secret is that he's, he's a good guy and he's going to help them. Or even late in the movie when Kira says, eh, he's going to help you out. Like, I, I thought that was really <laughs> awesome. Jamie, what did you think of the movie? Oh, I thought it was great. Uh, so many references to everything Star Wars is just so good. And so many things that I'm glad were said. Like when Han said, I've got a good feeling about this. That was the best thing. Because I've got a bad feeling about this was not said in the whole movie. But anyway, yes, it was awesome. <laughs> uh, Tom? I loved it. Um, definitely seen this one again just to like look for more things to pick up but i mean i blown away by this completely yeah i, I wonder what i missed you know like, seriously I, I the fan know. service was good it was it was deep and it wasn't in your face it, it was kind of it wasn't like, too much it wasn't corny it was it was good i don't yeah it, it I'm was still somewhat speechless but i'm like just forcing things out at this point so <laughs> it was um I, you know when when i left force awakens I was blown away. Like that—that that is my favorite Star Wars movie. Just the way that it brought Star Wars back, how unbelievable it was, 
I still get goosebumps seeing Luke Skywalker at the end. Like, I'll never forget it. Um, Rogue One, I was like, yep, loved it. That Vader scene at the end kind of was the nice bow for me. <laughs> Left the theater for Last Jedi, and I remember being like, I, I was really conflicted. I was I needed to digest it a little bit, and I saw it the next day, ended up loving it. This one I liked. It was fun. It was a heist movie. It's about what I expected because, like TJ said, didn't really have expectations to a point. Um, Alden Ehrenrich was great is Han. I, I never expected it. that. He nailed it. He, he totally got it. He was, to me, watching him perform as Han, it's, it's, it's like he's been the guy doing it for forever. Uh, the mannerisms, his relationship with Chewie, uh, the things he said, uh, his, also his, uh, how they formed uh, his relationship with Lando and how all that started, I thought was very interesting, and I thought that was... Uh, really cool with uh, they were both kind of gambling <laughs> with uh, Han Han was gambling with nothing yeah. Lando was gambling knowing he would win because he's kind of a cheapskate uh, yeah. which you know it's just just really they played that out so well and just how he made the how how he came to be and it's it's weird seeing Han as with an origin story because you always know Han is this guy you know, kind of a free spirit. You don't really know much about him. I mean, the mysterious. Yeah, right. the 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 books kind of, the the books that they wrote with the old universe that is no longer canon. Mm-hmm. I mean, they created a backstory. But any typical Star Wars fan who's really only seen the movies, maybe they've seen the TV shows, whatever. But really, finally getting a backstory that you never really needed with Han Solo. But now I'm glad I have it. It's a story I never knew I wanted. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And I think I think that was a lot of people's feelings on it going in was that I don't need a Han Solo origin story. I don't need a solo movie. And now I'm just like, no, you do. Now give me two more. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Basically. So all that Eric news kind of popped out a, a month ago. Ser- seriously, you know? I was I I went in looking for Donald Glover to be like my main attraction. And me too. Right away. Right away. I can't pronounce the dude's name, so I'm not even going to try. Alden Rick, It's okay. Aaron Rick. So, uh, he grabbed me right away. We'll call him Al. Sure. Sure. Uh, so Thanks, Al. He, uh, I really, really expected Donald Glover to kind of take over. Did not. He was, he was great. You know, he was, That is not to take away from his performance right. whatsoever. He was the only one I had expectations for, maybe. Al stole the show. But yeah, I, <laughs> Which I'm glad he did he, because it was called Solo. Right, exactly. But he was great. Clark was wonderful. There were a few times where Alden just had this expression on his face that was like the embodiment of Harrison Ford as a young man. It was perfect. Apparently Harrison Ford saw the movie twice this week. Yeah, I I saw like an article that was like, in an interview, Harrison Ford said he liked the movie. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) Well, I can just see Harrison Ford being like, this kid better not mess up. (laughs) (laughs) Can't you see Disney (laughs) Even though I don't like it, I better not mess up. Imagine being Alden and just being like, well, these are some pretty big (laughs) shoes to fill. Is there a better... So, I mean, his performance was truly wonderful. Is there a better performance in Star Wars where someone took on a role from a previously established character. I mean, th- everyone's going to come to mind with you and McGregor is Obi-Wan, yeah. I think, but that's like the easy choice. Sure. W- yeah. Is there, I, I don't know. And there's maybe there's not that many options for pl- actors and actresses who have played numerous, uh, or, you know, the character has been portrayed by numerous actors or actresses, but Han Solo is one that 
it's so big like you can't screw that one up you can't right because you're if this movie backfired you'd be talking about hysteria worse than the prequels in in certain <laughs> cases because you had you know hayden christensen who people just did not like um among a lot of other things in the prequels but i think that it was very very vital that they had to get that done and they did it right amelia clark like i said so i'm not a game of thrones fan at all but man i really really liked her in this movie as kira i thought she was the perfect i didn't know if they were going to be romantically involved or not judging by the previews for this but seeing that they were i thought it was a really nice layer to han's kind of you know trust nobody approach it's kind of cool that they were especially since it turns out in the end that she it's hard to tell where everyone's loyalties lie throughout the entire movie because it just changes constantly. It was like a heist within a heist within a heist with all these double agents. <laughs> it got crazy towards the end, that's for sure. Not even yes. agents. They're just thieves yeah, pretty that much. double-cross each Scoundrels. other all the time. Yeah, Scruffy-looking nerf herders. Exactly. Yeah, basically. <laughs> what is a nerf? Looking. What's a nerf, by would, the way? Uh... <laughs> oh, he said, you know what? There was a, a lot of callbacks. He said moof milker. Oh, he says that in Force Awakens. Um, yes. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. Oh, he says some moof milker like changed the the, so- the layout of the Millennium <laughs> Falcon, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's a nice little callback. The dice right away, obviously. I was going to oh, say yeah. that one was. I know. almost want those dice. <laughs> yeah, those those should be a nice uh, bit of merchandise. Yeah. How did you feel like this movie started? Slow. Real slow. Yeah. I had heard that going in. Wanted to judge it for myself, but I feel... So dark, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it, it got moving really probably momentum-wise till the middle of the movie. However, I think a few of us were talking about Chewbacca, meeting Chewbacca as the the starting point. To me, that was when the movie started. That's when that's when everything, that's when all the events started. He met Chewie, and they immediately just formed a relationship with Chewie where you're just like, oh, okay, so this is how this happens. Well, we got okay. out of this together. Let's just stick together yeah, for right. the rest of forever. <laughs> how funny was it when Han spoke in Wookiee? <laughs> I know <a> <laughs> that was unexpected. We never knew he could do that. He no. doesn't do that he in any of in Wookie, the movies. It's fine. <laughs> I know a little. <laughs> thought it was really good. Um, Tobias Beckett, I thought that was a really, really good character. Woody Harrelson, um, I, I've been a big Woody Harrelson fan for a long time. What did you guys think of his role? I thought he did great. I mean, I've seen him in a lot of things, obviously, and I like how every time I see him, he's completely like rocking a whole new character and like has his own personality, his own persona, and you never think like, oh, that's the guy from uh, Planet of the Apes. You know what I mean? Like the I'm trying to think of most recent stuff he was in from the Hunger Games. Like, or yeah, he's Zombieland like, to me. He's always Zombieland. Zombieland. He's or always Cheers. Own, he's Cheers which for me. We are he always looks the, the same. <laughs> and he's just a different guy. It's it's great. Zombieland two next year. Oh my gosh! Original cast. What? Yes. Very excited about that. That was news this week. I'm in to watch that again. Yeah. If I recall, I liked it. I loved it. I. It's, it's a it's a goofy movie, Bartle, and I supposed to watch it's one of the times. it's one of the few mo- movies that I own on Blu-ray. <laughs> oh my gosh, that, that's, that's the, the Twinkies one. thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Just goes around trying to find it. Twinkies because they never expire. When and they then, get to the back of that truck and they see that all the the Twinkies are ruined, the look on his face, <laughs> <laughs> the look on his face is priceless. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about two different trucks. Never mind. Oh yeah, yeah, it, it works either way. So. Uh, one one thing Pavlok and I try to do before every Star Wars movie since Force Awakens, 
we'll go through and list 20 questions that we want answered by the movie. Uh, I think we'll use this as a good kind of point to walk through some of what we want to talk about here, and then uh, we'll, we can kind of fill in the blanks. Number one, uh, man, I would have put money on this one. Really, really surprised it didn't happen. But kudos to Howard and the crew for getting me on this. Uh, will we see Ewan McGregor? Uh-huh. Really, really thought we were going to see Ewan McGregor. And I thought we were going to, too, because we talked about this before, too. And I thought when uh, when uh, Woody Harrelson's char- character mentioned Tatooine, I was just like, there it is. Yeah. That's where that's where we're gonna we're gonna see Obi Wan, Hermit Obi Wan. They, they betrayed the audience just like they were betraying each other. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I really, really thought that's was I thought that's uh. what that was. But that, that that was almost too simple, right? Too simple. <laughs> well at that point in the movie when he mentioned Tatooine, I thought it was setting it up for the next movie and I was like, Okay, we'll get back in the next movie because they're going to Tatooine and it only makes sense. Yeah. Um I figured that was explaining how Han and, and Chewie kinda got there. Yeah. I'm and, glad it wasn't predictable in that sense. Right, yeah. I was gonna say I was just hoping for like at least a reference of being like something like just like you know there's a crazy old hermit in the desert like somewhere in the movie would have been enough for me to be like, okay, they did a little nod to Kenobi and Tatooine, and that's <laughs> Imagine all. Imagine them just saying that off. Yeah, it's a crazy old hermit in the desert. <laughs> so you mentioned next movie. You think there's definitely if they're going to Tatooine, they're going to do something either with Kenobi or with Boba Fett. I think they've left it open to almost make this like a solo trilogy, but they they could make this a thing where it's Lando is featured in the next movie if they wanted to, because that has been a rumor lately. Uh, the Boba Fett movie seems to be back on um, back on we- on wheels, and it was off for a long time. That was supposed to be the first anthology movie we oh. were getting, the first character anthology before um, whoever directed Fantastic Four was going to direct that. Fantastic Four came out, and Disney was like, ooh, yeah, uh, we're going to not do that. That's uh, That's fine. Well, but uh, Collider reported today that Boba Fett movie is back on, and it's got um, the Logan director. Okay. Well, I was telling Jamie in the theater that I was thinking, when I first heard that they were doing like an anthology movie, I was thinking Solo was going to get a movie, Lando was going to get a movie, Boba Fett was going to get a movie, and someone else was going to get a movie, and they would all tie in, and that would be the anthology. So they would all kind of tie in together. Not like Han would get three movies, Lando would get three movies, or yeah. whatever. Too but bad, I-, I could um... see them doing it that way, but at this point, after seeing Solo, I hope they don't, because I would love to see two more movies with just Han. Like. It depends how, how well this does at the box office, I think. But their options are, you know, they're fine. Everyone I, go see it. <laughs> yes. We need I, more. I want another movie featuring Alden as Han. I, I, you know. Yeah. Well, he signed on for another two, right? That's what it sounds like. Like, I don't, I, yeah. it's not, it's just a perspective thing. Right. Like, if the movie does well, let's do it again. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll say this. We uh, got you. <laughs> Deadline.com is reporting some impressive early numbers. Um, originally, so we when we did our pre-kind of solo hype uh, episode of Walking Carpet, the Fandango box office pre-sale tickets for Solo had outsold Black Panther, which is saying a lot because Black Panther is one of the greatest selling movies of all time. I don't think Solo is going to get there, but, you know, to be second only to Avengers this year is saying a lot. Um, early estimates indicate that Solo a Star Wars Story is heading for a 13 to $15 million Thursday night. It's really good. To put it in perspective, Thor Ragnarok had $14.5 million. Iron Man 3 had $15.6 million. Uh, let's see here. Um, in terms of Memorial Day weekend... 
The record is The Hangover Part 2 at $10.4 million. So it sounds like it's going to soar past that. Um, then some of the X-Men movies and Fast and Furious 6 are in there, ranging from $8.2 to $6.5 million. So this, this is going to do well. There's, there's no doubt about it. Just how well and what kind of legs it has moving forward will be another story. Uh, do you guys think this one's going to get to a billion like Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and Rogue One did? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think it should. I think it deserves it. I Judging mean, by how packed our theater was, I don't think so. It was a little disappointing. There's yeah. not nearly the hype surrounding this movie yeah. that th- there would be for a, your typical Star Wars episode. I'm cautious I optimism. I can't really remember what Rogue One was like either. It was the first Rogue One felt almost, not quite, almost like Force Awakens. Yeah, had, we had to get there early to get seats sure. for it. It was a packed theater. It was the first movie that wasn't an episode, so it was like... Yeah. Was a lot what are they doing? Yeah. yeah, we were off the hype of Force Awakens just a year earlier, so it was it was really really also, good. Also, we didn't wait that long for this one from the Last Jedi, and we just got Avengers, right? And so more, Deadpool. More anticipation probably would have built it up a bit, but I'm not that I wanted to wait any longer. But and we're getting Jurassic World, uh, so it's in the <laughs> middle of a lot really that's mm. going on right now. And then you know, for what it's worth, Mission Impossible coming out shortly. You saw Incredibles, Ant-Man's coming out in two months, so it's in the middle of a pretty packed summer season right here. Um, question number two, happy to say yes, will we see a lightsaber? <laughs> Didn't think we would. No uh, fights, but... <laughs> most satisfying scene in the whole movie. <laughs> wow. Do, do you guys do know we, it was Do we want to bring that one up yet, or we can just say that a lightsaber was activated and move on? I mean, on. it's a do spoiler cast. Do you have a question about this later, though? It's really, I, I think okay. I do. We can we save it. We'll save it. I think yeah. I do. Because we'll, we'll I find feel out. like we should save this part for the end. Yeah, we'll we'll get back to it because uh, we're going to talk cameo. a lot about it. <laughs> yeah, for for real. Well, we'll I hope it. everyone listening we'll, has we'll, seen we'll it. We'll keep the listeners. <laughs> what well, uh, we we warned everybody. Yeah. It's fine. Right. <laughs> no, it's a spoiler cut. I just no. yeah. I'm with you. <laughs> Stop Go listening on. now. Okay, I'm with you. Get out of here. <laughs> uh, number three. What classic era trilogy characters will pop up? Not really many. I mean, Chewbacca the, the was obvious. Ones. Yeah, Lando was Lando, obvious, yeah. but nobody. Nobody else. I mean, they referenced Jabba. Yeah. Being the gangster on, on oh, Tatooine. Oh, right. Yeah. I was kind of hoping for like a Princess Leia reference somewhere. Maybe like, uh, I don't know, something about Alderaan or like the, the Organa family. I think sure. there would have been a nice little, t- like him like being like, oh, I'm, I don't want to deal with those snobs. Or just something like that would be interesting. That would have been have funny. It all tied back in. But to just I be think like, that's, <laughs> I feel like now. that's, uh, I'm definitely going to see this one again in theaters. Mm-hmm. I typically see a Star Wars movie at least two times. Yeah. Because, it, except for Rogue One, I didn't do it for that. Because I felt like with Rogue One, I that was the story. And I, I was, okay, that's what I needed. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I usually will go three times. I'll go, I'm going to Solo again tomorrow night. I'll, I'll usually see them twice opening week. And then maybe a month after it comes out, I'll see it one last time before they gear up for the blu-ray force awakens i saw five times in <laughs> yeah i was just every every like day every felt viewing like you were was great yeah <laughs> you were at like four times in like the first because people kept asking me to go and i <laughs> wasn't gonna say no it was a good movie <laughs> no it was great we bought tickets in the theater you and i did that's for right. the next morning to come back that's right because we were both <laughs> off the next day oh it was great <laughs> uh, tradition like no other take off for work <sighs> You, you got to do it. <laughs> Number four, do we see that legendary Sabacc game? We do. <laughs> I was worried for a minute. I was like, oh, my gosh, they're going to leave it for another movie. I, I'm like, there's no way they can do that. That's a huge risk. But sure enough, we got it at the very end. That was perfect. Got it in the middle, too. 
Well, the the game oh, is what the, I'm talking that, about. Oh, that, winning that the, game, winning the game. The Millennium. You know Falcon. they don't t- they don't talk about Han losing all that much. No, they do well, not. He's if, a very good player. The musical nods, by the way, in this movie were wonderful. Cool. That was one that stuck out to me is just before Han won, the audience kind of knew, but you heard the Millennium Falcon theme. Mm-hmm. And then another one that I really loved is the Duel of the Fates when Maul was talking. Oh my gosh. From yeah. episode one. They, this is one of my favorite scores in recent memory. John Williams is always legendary. He only composed the theme for this. Um, John Powell did the rest of it. And he borrowed obviously from a lot of other Star Wars stuff. Whereas in Rogue One, Michael Giacchino didn't he kind of made his own and i didn't like it as much it it was too star trek to me because he composed star trek so (laughs) like i don't know this was a much better blend of the soundtrack i thought of all the star wars classic that you know scores that we love yeah Um, it it was very calculated just a tip back to maul maul was the cameo we talked about earlier i I guess it's out there now. it's out now we we spoiled the spoiler cast guys i Um, think they know tj and i don't know spoiler cast all right it's it's a hard concept i'm still trying to figure it it out you feel better we did a ready player one spoiler cast and halfway through seth goes are we okay to spoil stuff he's been doing this for years with us it's it's hard to grasp you feel bad saying things at least it's my first time yes it's, it's okay um so when you see darth maul stand up at this point in time he has the metal leg still. Yes. I th- could be my mind, but I thought I heard like the the clinking of the metal on the ground. Maybe. So I, I, that's one thing I want to go back and listen to. But I mean, I heard that. I heard the music. I, the lightsaber was dual lightsaber. That was my favorite part of this whole movie. It was like so. It was it was quick, but it was and it's the phenomenal. lightsaber yep. right out of uh, Clone Wars and Rebels. Yes. <laughs> Like that's that's wonderful. I love that they the are pulling to, those in. The attention to detail is nice. Second to none. You know well, what's great about all that makeup is that Ray Parks can get old, and you'll never know how old Dar- Darth Maul is. Definitely notice He's a older. difference. He's older. <laughs> I'll say that. I um, guess. Well, from like He's the Kenobi's prequel, age. yeah. Phantom Menace is now 19 years old. Oh my gosh. So well, yeah. Okay, so you can tell from then to now, but like it was fine. Like a couple years, you won't notice. <laughs> are, are we going full on Darth Maul? Gush yeah, right now? I guess so. Well. All right, say too, let's just do this. I talked about um, with TJ in the theater, too, that in, I want to say it's in Clone Wars, he ends up taking over one of the crime syndicates. Yeah. He does. So, like, this whole, That's all this life. tying in and, like, seeing the animated show tying in with, like, the movies is, like, huge for me because I love the animated uh, Clone Wars. It was just. Me, too. Clone Wars is great. Uh, yeah. We were talking about it in the car on the way here. Uh, I. It's hard to watch Rebels, so I haven't watched Rebels yet. It's very hard to watch Rebels. Yeah, it, it gets going. That's what I. It's, I, I it's hear good. it's a great series. Well, when I say hard, I mean not accessible. Okay, right. Yeah, I it's love tough to the find quality it. of it. It's yeah. just you uh, and I can't just go watch. If you it. can sync your TV provider to Disney XD. <laughs> there's a way you can <laughs> do luck. it. There it's might a pain. still be commercials. <laughs> Most places you have to pay for it. I haven't found it. Like Clone Wars, it's on Netflix. You can just yeah. go binge the whole thing. Yeah. Where this is not. But man, did so Sam Whitmer voiced Darth Maul in uh, Rebels and Clone Wars. Did you get? When did you know it was Maul? Did I? I I turned to Lauren. First word I go is that Maul? No, I, I thought I thought it, it was Sidious because the way the voice came off, I was like, okay, that's kind of like. Yeah. A, I think that's the uh, effect uh, that they were going that's, for. Yeah, it was but, supposed but the, to be misleading. You saw the, the legs from the knee down, and it looked like Vader's, like 
boots to me. Right. Yeah, so I was like, oh, is that Vader like it's outside better. of his mask, <laughs> like in one of his chambers? Yeah. But Just then talking. I'm, I'm like, he wouldn't address somebody because he doesn't like to be seen without his mask. And I was like, there were rumors also last summer that Vader was going to be in this briefly, very mm. briefly, just like that. And then it was going to be, um, oh, I can't remember his name, Spencer something, who played him in Rogue One. Okay. Maybe he was, and maybe it was cut yeah. when Lord and Miller were also cut. But, yeah. Uh, no, the, when they finally show him, they go, okay, this is Darth Maul. Like, right before he, like, I don't know, hangs up the phone, let's just call it. I don't know. Says, <laughs> yeah, says goodbye to Kira. Yeah, there we go. Okay, <laughs> so, you know, he lost. Um, he does the laugh, and that, that laugh is directly from the Clone Wars, and it's like that creepy, like, whoa. What thing. a get to have Ray I wish Park. I could do it, because it's so good. <laughs> yeah, man. I, Ray, Ray Park <laughs> also, trouble. you know, obviously, he, he's just the appearance of Maul at this point, but he, he played him in episode one. Uh, we got to meet him at the first Nickel City kind of a few years ago. It was really, really awesome. Lauren was in her like bell cosplay, and we got a picture with him. And she goes, right before we take the picture, can you lift me up for it? Because he's a ripped guy. He's just huge. He was like, Lauren's like, can I? Can you hoist me up in the picture? He's like, we're not allowed to touch people, but we can pose. He was so excited <laughs> about it. TJ, he is Reese Herman. To a T. Oh my gosh. If I could describe anyone, he is exactly Reese Herman. That's awesome. It's, <laughs> yeah, just a go getter, a little bit of a goofball, nutty, ripped, <laughs> super nice, all of it. He's Reese Herman. But yeah, uh, Reese Herman is a good friend of uh, TJ and I. Yeah, uh, I, 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 I could talk about Maul all night. It was 30 seconds. And I hope that that plays into another movie with Solo. Do you feel like maybe he has the appearance? of like the appearance time in the regular movies of like Deadpool in X-Men. <laughs> they didn't do him justice because he was in one movie until now. Oh, like he's so great in the shows, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I, like I, I don't know much about Darth Maul because so I don't really watch the cartoon shows. Right. Deadpool was this bit character that yeah. was relegated to the background and then they're like, he needs his own movie. Yes, exactly. That's what Clone Wars and Rebels felt like to me. Right. They were like, we killed this villain off that was wonderful we way so too soon. We shouldn't have. We brought yeah. him back. And then, so I hated at first that they brought him back in Clone Wars because I felt like it made Phantom Menace's end just even worse. Yeah. And then in Rebels, I'm like, are you kidding me? We're doing this again. Yeah. We're bringing him back again. Because yeah. in the end of Clone Wars, I'm going to spoil it for you if you haven't seen it. Too bad. It's been out a while. Mm -hmm. uh, Palpatine is basically electrocuting the heck out of him. Like, Palpatine finds out that Maul exists he, again. He doesn't kill him, though. He doesn't kill he him. He says, I have a plan for you. Right. Like that. It feels like he's going to have him. God, that episode is so good. That's intense. <laughs> That's, That's such a, good... a very intense it's... episode for who, who a child it? show. It's Maul and someone fighting Sidious. Was Wasn't it... it his brother? Yes. Maul uh, and Savage, or is it? I think it was Savage. It was Savage, yeah. Okay. Palpatine kills Savage. Yep. Yes. Right? Okay, so it was Savage. I, I wasn't sure if it was him, again. It's, yep. God, that show. <laughs> sure do. It's so good. But think about what this does. Having Maul in there for 30 seconds, all we're thinking about is going and watching Clone Wars again. Right. And yep. now I would imagine a lot of people out there are like, hey, I have to go splurge and pay for Rebels now. Yep. It opens up a There's brand no one new better world. at doing this than Lucasfilm and Disney. Like, it's <laughs> I'm picturing like the, the solo logo, but just saying Maul across it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would right. take a Maul sample. I would take a Maul prequel <laughs> Too in bad a Calrissian, a Star Wars story, doesn't roll off the tongue. Lando, well, you a Star <laughs> Wars story. <laughs> you got to think how many like missions Darth Maul went on for Sidious like, in the time period, like even before episode one like, Ian McDermott's yeah. still around you they know, can he make trains, several he trains about him, him to 
be a Sith Lord. And it's like I I need more Maul now. They mentioned I, Dothamir, which let's is give the, him planet, some standalones. the planet of the Night yep. Sisters. I was really hoping we were gonna see that. He, he says, "Meet me on Dothamir," doesn't he? Yes, yes, but I was hoping we were gonna see it. Oh yeah. Oh god. I, I was <laughs> like, "Oh my gosh, we're gonna see Maul again." It's so gonna excited. be amazing. Maul's gonna be a part of the plot at the end, and it didn't. You know, uh, but hey, that my was heart for just me. dropped. I I couldn't believe it. I really couldn't believe it. Yeah. it I just the whole theater was. Yeah. You felt like gasping what? for air. <laughs> there was even a little bit of applause there, which is quite awesome. But yeah, Darth Maul uh, stole the show there for us. So uh, number. Five here. Do we see any of Han's family? No, no. we do not. We find he out that he is solo. He is, in fact, solo. <laughs> they say something about like, "We're who, who are your people? Who are your people? Who are your people?" They said, "They said like, fa- what's the difference between family and tribe?" I heard that one too. That was yeah. a, a nice little thing. Um, um, but no, he's all alone. He's all alone, alone in the streets of Corellia. There's so yep. so um, many um, nods to never trusting anybody especially with everyone like changing sides so many times but he and Chewie always depend on each other but I thought it was unique in the way that he had to learn that mm-hmm. uh, yeah it, and it was nice to see how that played out instead of him just always being that way mm-hmm. it had to be a learned trait for him to finally realize oh this guy I thought who was my friend has betrayed me but also that doesn't explain him and Chewie staying together forever. What was symbolic to me was that everyone's going to betray you and all of his people betrayed him. Mm-hmm. Whether it was Lando, Beckett, Kira, but when he watched Kira fly away, Chewbacca put his hand on him. Yep. And that was like, all right, you know, that's, you know, these guys are best buds. Mm-hmm. They just had a natural chemistry very quickly. Um, I guess in a way, so in the extended universe, which is no longer canon, Han freed Chewbacca but from like slavery in the sense that it was Kashyyyk. You know, that that was the story. Here, yeah. he still frees him. It was just on a much smaller scale, and it made yeah. more sense for a Hollywood production. Yeah. So it was okay. You know, it worked for me. I think one of the things that Chewbacca notices as well with the relationship is that he sees uh, Han like risking his life to save other people all the time, including Chewbacca, like himself. And like he, he's one of the few people that understands like what Han who Han is. I know he, he Han only thinks that Kira is the one that knows who he is, but I think like Chewbacca quickly picks up on it. Like, okay, this is a good guy and I can trust him. And I have no doubts that he's, if he's going to risk his life to save people he doesn't like, he's going to always gonna be there for me if he likes me. But a uh, thing to point out with that though, is that Chewie recognizes that Han is good, which for their, for how they coexist, <clears throat> excuse me, for how they coexist, that's good. But uh, yeah, uh, Kira's character says you're the good guy, and that's like and that's not. and that's a negative, oh. uh, you know, for for what they are. So I thought that dynamic was a little bit interesting in terms of Han's goodness is good for certain characters, but it's she it's, sees it as a weakness, exactly, like yeah. Tobias would, exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's uh, I like that though because we as fans saw it as thank you, Tom as Han being a good guy it's like of course he comes back he so I wrote an article at thegeekiverse.com top 10 legendary Han Solo moments obviously only takes from the original trilogy and the force awakens and what I listed as one of my top top moments was Han basically saving the day in a new hope flying back to make sure Luke doesn't get fried because Luke doesn't get that shot 
Invader's about to mow him down if Han doesn't come back and save the day because his conscience gets the better better of him. Han's a poser bad guy. Bad he boy. wants to be a bad guy. Yeah. He's, he's Rocket, he right? He wants to From be Guardians a bad of the boy. Galaxy. He, he wants yes. to be, but he's not. Exactly. All day long. He, speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, Paul Bettany's little weapon reminded me of Yondu's arrow a oh. lot. Oh, yes. yeah. The way it looked on screen, even when he like would twirl it, there would yep. be like a laser, uh, like a ghosting light behind it. And I thought like that, when you when you do with the sparkler. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like the sparkler. That was. Uh, did you guys like that weapon? I thought it was cool. Yeah, it was, I it was, it was okay. cool to see some like close combat that wasn't a lightsaber. Yeah, but it was different. I, I I like that Star Wars has been introducing more close combat non lightsaber weapons. It was that, a great battle and between then Kira, Kira had and the her. tuning sword. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, that's what I pictured it as. Should just take that right from uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> or sem- sem- I brought this over. I yep. brought this from the set. Uh, Hope you don't mind if I use it. <laughs> oh, you said lightsaber. I thought you said light sword. <laughs> yeah, they. I love that fight. I, Kira was so great to me. I thought it was really good seeing that kind of close up. I, obviously, wasn't a lightsaber duel, and not, nothing will be as, as cool as that. But I thought that she wouldn't make it out of this movie. I thought she was going to die, and that was going to be part of the reason Han was so messed up. Yeah. But yeah, I like it better that she ended her. up being like, yep, uh, see you later, buddy. Actually, I'm a scoundrel. <laughs> yeah. Which, Worse yeah. than you. Well, I was. I had the thought when I you know, let Lindy in here. Um, <laughs> do you think that uh, Kira, Kira, Kira um, left with good intentions to kind of like save Han in a way? Like to from kinda, herself? I think, well, that's, from I her think that's right. Cause, be- yeah. Because if she controls the crime world, in a sense, um, she can make sure Han's free and Han right. could be a good guy. It's readily apparent that she still loves feelings. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I think there's merit to that, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. I, I really want a sequel to this movie. There's a, there's a lot. <laughs> there's I'm, a lot to unpack. Yeah. I'm happy if it goes nowhere. But if we get one, I'd be really happy yeah. as well. She does look pretty scared, too, when she's talking to Maul. Like, she looks like she's like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and when um, um, Dryden was there so paul bettany's character like she she looked like she was on edge as well none yeah. of that seemed fabricated yeah. i liked him a lot too yeah yeah that he, was, he a was, a, was a good character that was a good villain like, kind of crazy what were the marks on his face do you think there were scars or like i don't know what whatever, that was if he's a different species i think he's something? an angry person and it just that was accentuating <laughs> his whenever he got angry i felt like they turned redder and like were yes. more prominent so i would say scars though yeah i mean i think he was human yeah. I, I don't know that. but So do I, but at the same time, why does he have... Maybe those I'm, are natural. I don't know. <laughs> I'm thinking of the dog from uh, Attack of the Clones. Not a- Axu. I forgot what it's called. Oh, yeah. The thing that slashes Padme's back. I was like, that thing got his face. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's maybe. all it was. Sure. Uh, let's see. Six. Any mention or showing of the Force? No Force. Uh, I don't think. Did no one talks about it. They, they Han doesn't believe in it. I mean, it surrounds them. It binds them all together. <laughs> <laughs> well, Hans, Does Hans he really never been know a believer about it? in the, the Force. No. Does but he know about Tobias it yet? said something about be careful where you place your faith. I don't know if that was like a subtle nod to yeah. eventually Han being like, that's hokey, Yeah, obviously. But I, I don't think they outright said anything about the Force. And obviously, there were no Force wielders. No. Um, well, well, Maul was Maul, there, but, but he, he didn't do didn't anything. He didn't use it. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to say no on that one. Um, let's see here. Number eight or actually seven. Will this be the first movie not to start in space? It was. Yeah. 
How about that intro? So they're getting away from the crawls for the non-Skywalker movies. That's fine. They're still trying to find their footing. Rogue One, they were like, all right, how do we start this? Just a big bump, and then we're in space. This one was okay. They started with... I think they needed it. It had the blue lettering, which is the same font as a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. But it kind of gave us the background to... We needed a little bit of background. Hey, here's all these crime families. This is what this movie is going to be about. Because I I didn't know going in. We knew it was a Han Solo origin. That was it. Right. Did you guys... Did you like that? I thought it was good. Uh, I like when these standalone movies kind of break away from the constraints that the episodic trilogies there's like a follow. a pattern yes uh with those and i like that they're they don't want to pattern the movies after that just because they should be treated as their own thing i agree so i think that's the uh any unique aspect that you can give to star wars or any story i think is always an added plus for any production there's an underrated part too in that intro where so in rogue one it's weird, a weird little picky complaint. Didn't affect my liking of the movie. But when Rogue One flashes on screen after Jin is about to go away with... Oh my gosh. Why am I blanking out on the name of his character? I know who you're talking about and I can't think of his Forrest name. Forrest Whitaker's character. Oh. Saul Guerrero. Yeah. So after that, and Rogue One appears on screen... It was not filled in yellow. It was like an outline of Rogue One, and it looked really, really cheesy. Like, they forgot to put it in, and last second, they were like, hey, we need a transition here. <laughs> I thought it looked dumb. Here, Solo is in his speeder already, and it was almost like a billboard. Like, they <laughs> drove by, and Solo, a Star Wars story, came flashing, and it was, like, flickering yeah, at the Yeah, it was flickering like lights. It was I cool. like that. That was a nice little thing. Those things matter, you know? Uh, let's see. Number eight, what is the new musical theme? So I don't. there was really no central theme to me. Actually, I take that back. There was one. Uh, who's the masked villain? What's the name of that character? Um, Fness? Something like that. Fness. F, I keep saying Sifo Diaz in my head. Sifo Diaz. Uh, it's like... En- Infant's Nest? Yeah. Something like in- that. Infant Nest? Infant's Nest. <laughs> uh, honestly, I, I thought I heard Infant's, infant's nest, nest at the it's first... It's like... It's Enfin's Nest. Okay. Enfin's. Let's call it that. Yeah. That character had a theme. It was all voices. A little bit like Duel of the Fates, but not quite. I didn't really like it that much, but uh, they brought back, like we talked about earlier in the podcast, lots of classic Star Wars themes. Whether it was the the Millennium Falcon, or even just the classic Star Wars theme itself, uh, Duel of the Fates, they did a nice job blending all of those. Number nine, will it set up for a solo sequel? Yes, yeah. if they want to, yeah. for sure. <laughs> if uh, it depends, you know, maybe we hit that billion dollar mark. But uh, like yeah, they don't have to, but it would be really cool and it would work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I'm fine if we never get another one. Yeah, sometimes but I'd you, really like another one because I loved all of it. Now, now that I mean, I feel like the the solo story that you want is now complete, and you can kind of do anything you want with it. But I feel like the story that everybody wanted to know about was the Kessel Run, which I'm sure yes. is one of your questions. Oh, I'm glad. Uh, nope. No. Well, it should have been because <laughs> I felt like I knew we were getting it. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Uh, and how he gets the the Falcon. Yeah. Like that's those are the that's the number th- those are the number one and number two things you want to see coming out of a Han Solo. Right. How we met so now let's get oh, some right, more sure. Han Solo Chewbacca stories with smuggling and I I thought he was really funny by the way. 
Yes. I just, he had really good timing. He seemed confident, by the way. You know? I'm, like I said, he nailed the role of Han Solo. He did that smile with the squinty eyes. Yeah. With the, there he, were, there were times where he, you, you, they, they'd take a camera <laughs> shot of him and you're just like, young Harrison Ford? What? Seriously. <laughs> I was really blown away. I did not expect that. Yeah. It, it was really good. Um, number 10, what fan service surprises will pop up? So Darth Maul is a big one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they mentioned that Tobias killed Aura Singh. Yep. Yep. Uh, so Aura Singh, if you don't know, is well, She's pr- the Mohawk. Clone Wars. Was, Clone Wars, yep. But you see her in episode one during the pod race. Very true. Yes. She's uh, like got right all the white that. pasty skin. She's bald, but has like the ponytail. Yeah. Um, so she was kind of prominent. Oh, yeah, ponytail than the Mohawk. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Good enough. Hairdo. They mentioned. They mentioned Java. Java, uh, Terrace Casey, which is or Terrace Cassie, is the form of lightsaber dueling to or, or swordsmanship really. Mm-hmm. And Kira says that she has that, so they could totally set that up where her and Maul have something going on. Not really like Master Apprentice, but yeah. like she can fight. So yeah. I think that would be really cool um, if they do a sequel. Felucia, Felucia. Uh, when no, I totally missed that. When did uh. So he said when they first meet Lando, he comes up to, comes up to them and he said, "Hey, I thought we were all set after that Felucia thing." That's uh, all. That's all he says. And I'm like, "Okay, okay. I don't know what that could be, but you know, I got gotcha. you. Maybe we'll see that in Lando's movie." <laughs> there were some Han Solo quotes that ended up uh, being kind of road marks for later on. So like Han, like I said, said move milker and he says that in force awakens the dice, which are in a new hope and are very prominent in the last Jedi. Um, Han also says, I have a good feeling about this. Yeah. Very classic, you know, obviously, which is an interesting twist on the usual. Yeah. No one said it in this movie. I have a bad feeling about this and that's, that's a staple, so it was different. It was different. Definitely turned it on its head. The Kessler run, obviously, and him rounding down. Oh yep. my gosh, <laughs> that was real funny. That he totally like lied. That, that's got to be a lie. Like that, that yeah. just makes it so much better. Didn't somebody do like math on how it was <laughs> yeah. possible? Lando to do it in said it parsecs? Oh yeah, doesn't Ray mention that? Yeah, something like that. But then Lando says you can't do that in under twenty, and then he brags about doing it oh, in twelve. Oh man, that was great. <laughs> I you know, and they also gave it credence because it was always like. Isn't that a unit of distance versus right. time? Now it makes sense in terms of the shortcuts. It, it never made sense before, but now they write it. They I write love it that, that. Wrong. just like Rogue One righted the wrong of how can there be just one little thing that would make it explode, like the whole right. Death Star. Yeah. Well, they're going back and kind of they're, ret- they're retconning. <laughs> yes, they are exactly uh, making everything better. Fam service, fam service. Um, there was a Rodian in there towards the end. Okay, that, wait. That did you cool. say Anthony Daniels was not in this movie? <laughs> no. I said C-3PO. Okay. Okay, because he made it in and so did Warwick Davis, and that makes me happy. Well, That's Tom, right. They were part of... I know Warwick Davis was part of the... <laughs> infant nest. <laughs> whatever they're called. <laughs> crew. I saw him. I did not see Anthony Daniels. He was... Uh, he's only credited as Tock, according to IMDb. Alien. Yeah, but still, I'm say, just glad that they're both in it. <laughs> Tom brought up that 3PO and R2 were not in this movie, and it was yeah. the first one that they weren't. And um, I was, yeah, I was trying to think about if how they'd keep that streak going. But Anthony Daniels will always yeah. be in them as long as, just yeah. like Warwick Davis. Yeah. Um, and Anthony Daniels actually also plays a few other bit characters. There's one in Attack of the Clones in the bar scene. 
you can see him turning around. He's got a blue jacket on. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that. There's uh, Ahmed Best is also in that scene. He plays Jar Jar. <gasps> yes, but he's he is Ahmed. <laughs> yes. Oh gosh. If you want to read more about Jar Jar, Tom wrote an article defending Jar Jar. <laughs> Give me a call at thegeekiverse.com. You can check that out. Um, so we can circle back to fan service if we remember anything else. You know what's funny? Just a little side note here. Like IMDb always credits roles kind of funny like a lot of them are just spaceport father imperial guest blah 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 one of them is eager scum rat that's a good role to aspire to <laughs> eager scum rat I, I wish i was that i'll do it for free, <laughs> do it for free. <laughs> put me in there as a scum rat uh number a very oh. ego eager one ego <laughs> ego eco friendly uh, number 11 will vader be referenced or appear unfortunately not he did not but you know what? I would prefer the one we got with yeah. Maul. Yeah. You know, yes. Uh, it threw a curveball in. I didn't it. need Vader. Vader would have been like, oh, yeah, it's Vader again. But like. <laughs> so, I thought. Hold it up for two seconds, yeah. CJ. I thought we were going to get Vader on the battlefield early when Han was in battle. Like with Vader. Yes. That would like be cool. Like as an Imperial agent. Oh, and Han's like, yes. I can't do this. It felt like a few times ships were coming overhand or flying over that we're going to be like, all right, now we're going to win this battle. And I wanted to see just like even Vader touching down and then going forward. And it would be very brief, but I kind of thought that's where that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Obviously not. They could have even like mentioned him being like, like Vader's ahead, just like a quick nod. Yes. Been very cool. But I thought, he's got better things to do than hang out with these, that's <laughs> right. these soldiers. I was going to say at that point, how much does Han know about Vader? But thinking about how he was pretty much... An imperial for a little bit. I'm sure it was yeah. mentioned. It's so yeah. weird that they don't well, the, come after I would him. Like... Assume the galaxy knows Vader. However, also nice little twist that Han uh, went in for, went into the Imperial Army for like a short stint and then escaped. Yeah, yeah. I nice feel little... like I knew that, but also didn't. So we no, must, they, they definitely. Must I, I don't think they said it ever in like the movies, but like right. that was a, a backstory thing yeah. where he was in the Imperial Academy and just didn't want to do it anymore. Okay. Yeah. But it's nice that they actually followed through with it. Right. Um, it was really good. I The thing with Vader, too, is like this, since Disney's taken over, they've kind of made him almost like this secret enforcer that the emperor is the public facing guy that everyone doesn't look at him as this horrible, evil person. But really, he is. And Vader does all his dirty work. Whereas I Which always true, assumed Vader accurate. was like the guy. I did like the, uh, the, little, the little advertisement. For joining the oh empire, that was so funny. Did you hear the music? Be a part of something. No. The imperial theme was playing, but oh. like elevator music. Oh, that's so cool! <laughs> it was like I need to see this movie dun, again. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it was amazing. so funny. Huh. Yeah, be yeah. a part of something. That's like, Join the empire. That's like some robot chicken stuff, yeah. which is great. <laughs> I so happy you mentioned that. I forgot. I was I was dying because <laughs> that was so funny. Oh. <laughs> Uh, it sounded like an ad to like join a volleyball team that was (laughs) just so good you said robot chicken also like the family guy star wars episodes like that oh yeah a little bit like that join the empire (laughs) it'll Uh, be fun (laughs) (laughs) number 12 how will han meeting chewy vary from the expanded universe so we kind of answered that already it was going to be on kashik but in this one he saves him from 
So does Chewie eat those guys? Is that? I don't. I was thinking that too, but at the we same time, we know he's a carnivore. He definitely kills them, but does he eat them? Because that's how they made it out to be. They said, "Feed him to the beast." We haven't fed him in three days. Blah blah blah. I, I think he definitely eats humans. They could have yeah. had him for three days. He looks savage. <laughs> I, there was. No, um, he was definitely gunked up. I, for a second, I didn't know if it was going to be Chewbacca. I thought I felt it felt weird. I thought it might be a weird like Rancor callback. I was hoping <laughs> for Rancor to be honest. I thought with that's you. what. I it was then I was so just excited. like, wait a minute. Then he'd have it, to it kill the Rancor. Obvious. No, yeah. I thought it was gonna be the thing like Han escapes the right. Rancor. The, uh, the right. way they showed it with like his fur hanging like the camera yeah. like, angle, I was like, okay, this is obviously. Yeah, he looks chewy. scary. That's so funny that he's the beast. It's just. Uh, I really thought it was gonna be the Rancor. I was like, oh, that's gonna be. Okay, yeah, he did true. look really scary for a minute. Because yeah. he's all muddy. Yeah. He hasn't eaten in three days. <laughs> Them showering together was funny. <laughs> we couldn't do this separate. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that was a good one. Let's see here. Number 13. Will we see any ties to the sequel trilogy? So we got the dice. That, yep. Those are super prominent. The the small references, even like the Moof Milker, like I said, that was directly out of Force Awakens. Um, nothing huge, though. Nothing huge. That's for sure. So nothing comes to mind. Speaking of ties, those tie fighters look really cool. Do you think yeah, a those move, were really cool. Do you think a moof is that big creature that Luke gets the milk from? It's not. It's I not. thought it was too. That would make sense. I really thought it was. I mean, when milk I saw can come from several different types of animals, but it just seemed. I thought well, that was going to be a funny. Tie. <laughs> was I just seeing just things? Was I seeing things, or does the Millennium Falcon have a little bit of blue, blue graphics to it when um, it's when it's flying? It it seemed it seemed the Falcon had like, it did look a little different. It looked it looked brand new. There was a oh, sheen nice to job. it. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It was modded. So the very yeah. front of it didn't have that cutout. You know what I'm what I mean? It was all like one solid piece. I like. did notice that. I thought that was weird. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> where the Falcon had like that U shape. Yeah, I have I have a necklace with the Falcon on it, and I was looking at it during the movie. I was like, where is that cutout? Well, I think the the front part that. Lando had on there was the attachment. Was it the escape uh, pod? Oh, that makes a lot of sense too. But didn't it fly off the back? Oh, you know what? Yeah. You might be right because they, they didn't the show end, it. They didn't show. Did it, oh, at the end, it may not have had that anymore. It may have. I think it yeah. did when Lando so flies that would be it the away. Escape pod. Okay, <laughs> that might be it. Nice. That makes sense. And Andrew, I'll, I thought. I thought nice. I recognized that. Because it never has an escape pod again, right? No. Like well, no, it got sucked hole. up into that. Exactly. Into the maw. The maw was it? But Ray does use one. In Last Jedi. Well, maybe they put one back on. Yeah, maybe. Han could have done a number of things. This yeah. is, you know, 30 so years later. Years. Well, the other thought would be that if it was, like, a modification attachment, maybe that blew off, but it was, like, sealed, so it didn't, like, hurt the Falcon at all, yeah. in a sense. But we'll, we'll have to... All right, let's go tomorrow. Let's go watch. We'll go back. <laughs> the, um, we'll find out for you. The, the dish, too, was being flat, obviously. It was, you know, it was an obvious one. But uh, I don't know. I always think when they've got different versions of that, it's clearly a thing where it's like, all right, merchandise. You yeah. can now have the Millennium Falcon from Solo, a Star Wars story. Here's Chewie's edition. different belt. Or yeah. like Force Removable Awakens. Having the rex- the, yeah, Chewie having the cross belt, you know. How we didn't get the bow Yeah, caster. no crossbow. I thought about that too. Oh, yeah. I was hoping. Uh, they, they're definitely planning on sequels. Yeah. This, this <laughs> is going to be a thing. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, how could they not at it this It was point? cool seeing... Oh, oh, also, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Yeah, go. How Han gets his blaster is cool. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just, from Woody he just takes apart a <laughs> humongous ass gun. So are we allowed to sl- swear on these spoiler cans? We don't do f bombs. I, I okay, use mine. Cool. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not that bad. <laughs> uh, uh, 
I can't think of Woody Harrelson's character's uh, name. Beckett. Thank you, Beckett. Yep. When he just like kind of snaps the the long gun in half and just it's like, okay, here you go. <laughs> yeah. Think about Castle now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll go with Tobias. <laughs> the first time they called him Beckett, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, Castle. And then Tobias was uh, the. And then Tobias is from Divergent or whatever. Tobias is from um, Well, Arrested Tobias is just a name. But yeah. that sounds like a... <laughs> it's I, a name, but it's what, is, what it makes me think Which nice little tie-in with Ron Howard. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. Did you guys uh, see the A New Hope trailer of Ron Howard narrating yes. it? Isn't yes. that wonderful? Yes. Just like he would for no. Arrested Development? Yes. Oh, oh no. What? Which Ron Howard of, being in Star Wars is a wonderful thing. Oh, yeah. It really is. It added <laughs> so... It, uh, I, uh, I, yeah. I never knew I needed an Arrested Development Star Wars crossover, <laughs> yeah. but I'm so glad I got it. It's so good. His voice doesn't change, man. All, the way, all the way back, you know, to Happy Days, it just doesn't change. Yeah. He, um, What's fun about this, this whole thing with him coming on board, is he was asked by George Lucas to direct Phantom Menace, and he didn't want to do it because of the pressure of it being the first movie since, you know, the original trilogy. 83. But uh, I don't know. Kind of full circle here. Let's see here. 14. Do we get any background on Paul Bettany's character? Not really. No, no. not really. I assume a Marvel comic is coming because usually that's what happens when there's a character like him. 15. I'd like to know. <laughs> uh, there's going to be a Tobias Beckett comic. Okay. I know that is going to be a thing. 14. No, 15. Will we see any familiar CG characters? So like Tarkin or Leia in Rogue One. Uh, we did not. Mm-mm. I thought Maul was at Maul. first. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> And then I was like, "No, that's right, Perk. He's real. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't get any. I'm so. gonna wake up tomorrow being like, Darth Maul was in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna, like, all I can think about. Oh my god. Oh, man. It's, it's so pathetic, but it's like I love it. Uh, Sixteen. Will we get an epic scene like uh, Vader's Rogue One ending? Mm. So not, in my opinion, not as epic, but very epic was Han taking the Falcon and flying out of that storm for the first yes. time. That was like applause worthy i thought that was great chewbacca sitting down in the co-pilot seat yeah. it's like okay goosebumps these guys are together for the first time yeah um i think that was kind of like the most epic in the the whole movie yeah anything else come to mind other than darth maul i mentioned the, the entire scene of um the liberation of the slaves and the droids was that was pretty cool. That was, that was awesome. Big. I was like, gonna bring that up. She, that was funny. Seeing, like, I have found my ca- purpose. <laughs> when he said, "Do you need anything?" and she was like, "Equal rights." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he just walks away. <laughs> used to her garbage. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was cool though. You know what the the one thing I did want to mention with her is the Last Jedi novel actually explains that the Falcon is run on three separate droid brains. So that's a really nice tie-in now, uh, is that... At least we know hers. We know one of them. We know one involved. of them. Well, one is the main ship, obviously. Yeah. I would assume so. And then they imported her. That's um, two. And when in Empire Strikes Back, 3PO, or Han's like, 3PO, talk to the Falcon. I was like, what are you talking about? Now it makes sense. It's ah. a living yeah. kind of breathing thing. It can think. It can react. It's, it's like a... Calculate. It's, it's like Night Rider. Uh, doctor, it's like... <laughs> Night a, it's it's kind of like the TARDIS. Yeah, From yeah. Doctor Who. Basically. Okay. It's, um, yeah, I thought that was a really nice callback. Cardus is a little bit more organic in terms of what's going on there, but yeah. that's another it's a, it's podcast a good conversation. Uh, so 17 leads in perfectly. Will L3 join the ranks of recent popular droids BB-8 and K2SO? Uh, kind of. 
I think yeah. she's in the conversation yeah. for sure. She she's so like K two is just legendarily yeah. funny. Yeah, I'm so, no, I'm, I love yeah it's, it's I don't think anything's gonna come to come close to the dryness that K two brought. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I love to her Rogue, so much. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'll be thank there you. for you. <laughs> Cassian said I had to. Ellen <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Tudyk's work, his body language is wonderful. Oh, yeah. Did you ever see any of the behind the scenes stuff? Basically, he had the outfit on, but then he had like a, a huge, almost like a popsicle stick with a sign a sign above him, which was the, a paper face of K2. So all the actors could look up at it. That's great. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I think L3 was really funny. Definitely her own flavor, her oh, own yeah. unique feel. I love that she was so, trying to break up like the droid fight. Like that was a thing, like a dog fight kind of. Right? <laughs> like you're just fighting for the entertainment. <laughs> there were some I funny like moments. I like that she has so much personality. Some droids are just droids, but she she had a lot of personality. That's the thing with all these new droids. They have v- very much. I mean, R2 and 3PO Yeah, R2 did and 3PO too, but, didn't. But, like, but some you never heard them talk. Well. That was a dumb thing to say. <laughs> R2 you never talk. Heard R2. Uh, you, you, never heard, you never heard R2 talk. I love BB-8. I love yes. how he, the little oh, things so like <laughs> the uh, the way he looks at Ray when she's fixing the antenna when they meet. I love BB-8 in episode eight when he uh, fires the coins at the guys and then blows the smoke. Like That's yep. really funny to me. So Also, a uh, random thing from episode eight. Did you know uh, the first thing that Ray does upon seeing BB-8 again is fix the antenna? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anybody ever noticed that, but I saw a picture of that the other day. I was just like, oh, that's a really she neat thing. She said something. She she said something like, your antenna looks great. It was something like that. Yeah, it yeah. was something it's, like that. It's really, really yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. Like she bends down, like touches touches the antenna <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, it was, I it do was a nice that. little They also corrected the, the whole... Uh, Leia and Chewie not hugging in Force Awakens thing because that was like J.J. Abrams was like that's the one regret I have is that when they get back from Starkiller base they don't hug like Chewie and Leia are the two closest people to Han it's weird yeah, yeah. so uh, I thought that was nice it's the first thing they do on the Falcon in Last Jedi and it was like so obvious but 18 do we see any mods happen to the Falcon in this movie so we don't see anything like being built no, they just or, put, you know, they download L3. I guess they kind of would be a, a mod. That's so I, a mod. You know, I would say, yeah. Uh, 19, do any main characters die? Absolutely. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Whether it was L3, um, Tobias, which was a great shot by Han. Like, uh, the villain. Also a, nice like... call, also a nice call back in, in just the villain talking to Han and Han just putting to bed anything. <laughs> just like, okay, I'm shooting first. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> when Tobias He's was just like, doing I was gonna another one me. of those. Yeah, another one that of those good talk call, around kid. It. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'd have killed you. <laughs> oh I, I loved it. I feel like in these side stories, they kind of not have to, but like most of the characters will die because they don't show up later on. So anybody new that they introduce, they gotta have an explanation for why they're still around if they don't kill them. Right, not necessarily. It's no. a big galaxy. Yeah, and I suppose. I mean, Rogue One, everybody had to die. Well, that yeah. made sense. Mm. Right. Know, when Gareth Edwards originally wrote that, he did not have them dying off because he assumed Disney wanted them to live. Right, because Disney, <laughs> and Disney. then Disney was like... No, oh. no, you don't have to do that. Yeah, right. <laughs> why would you Why would you think that? That's an essential <laughs> part of the story. Yeah, it was Gareth, weird. come on, man. <laughs> well, <he laughs> Go back to thought, Godzilla. He probably thought they would want more... Family. movies with those characters I mean, that's a direct lead into a new hope it's like they, they, they have to is there yeah. proof that they're dead that's all i'm saying 
the Rogue um, One characters? I, I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and it say it was a freaking planet, man. Say yeah. Darth Maul came back eight times. Yeah, the they same. didn't. They didn't just chop chop all the characters. No, that planet in half. blew up. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Kira lives. Yes, that that's true. Is the most obvious thing to me in terms of plans for a sequel mm-hmm. is that yeah. they didn't kill her off. Thought they were going to, but they didn't. It, 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 that would have, lo- like, I think that would have made too much. That's one of those things that would have made too much sense for her to die. I right? I yeah. think in that first mission, there when had to be a twist. Sorry. Yeah, oh, no, you're right. I think in that first mission when they lost Rio and Val, I was like, well, everyone's dying so quickly. I was surprised with Val. Yeah. And she then we was, said Rio was John Favreau, right? Yes. Yeah. And I, I liked him a lot. I thought he could have been good. Well, he wasn't in. A, that much of the movie <laughs> i liked him but then i thought it was too much com- comedic Maybe, relief i yeah. was like okay that was a small guy the pilot yeah, yeah with, with all the, the numerous arms, arms. Oh, i liked him a lot um, he was good but maybe I, there were too many main characters i guess so. but i think loss gives a little bit of weight to these stories where yeah. you don't see meaningful deaths a lot yeah yeah, yeah that's in true modern cinema I, I feel like val maybe didn't have to die they could have just aborted the mission because they didn't end up they didn't end up completing it anyway. I wanted and to so see she more. She kind of died for nothing. I wanted to see more of the angle with Tobias. With that, like he just really didn't talk about her ever again. Yeah, the one time. Uh, he ran was, for himself. He's a he's a lone Dryden wolf said my condolences, and he was like appreciated, and that was it. That was the whole thing. I think that's just the life that yeah. they lead, and that's they have to have quick. She was like, "It's been it's been real fun." He Bye. Punched, <laughs> he, pun- he punched Han in the face. I think that's what he needed to do, and that was it. Yeah, yeah you're right. That's the difference between between him and Han, though, as well. Is you know, Han would never leave Kira, you know, or like right. if, if anything happened to her, he'd be devastated, and he, that's why he wasn't expecting her to like abandon him and kind of just fly off. That makes really, I think, a new hope even better. Like Rogue One made a new hope a better movie to me, which yeah. I didn't think was possible. This might two a little bit because I'm going to see Han in these movies and be like oh my gosh like I know what you went through now so he leaves right I think that's kind of funny he sees Kira leave so Han leaves the rebellion before the Death Star attack but he comes back that's where the difference is because he's the good well, guy and that's again Kira called him out you're yep. a good guy yep. you're not the bad boy that you want everybody to think you are exactly I love that they finished that from the trailer because she goes I know exactly who you are and he says what's that or what you are. He says, what's that? And then the trailer cuts away. So I like that they kept going with that. Um, last, oh, you- so just one more uh, head nod to um, the re- rebellion, obviously, is the knifus nests, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> infant nest. Uh, she, she wants Han to join the rebellion, and he says, don't hold your breath. Yep. And yes. it's funny, like, well, I guess if she did, <laughs> like, it's just like him being like, I'm never ever gonna do this, and then him him That's doing it. It's that was nice. I like that a lot. Is it um, so <laughs> that character that we keep butchering the name of? Can we find out what that is. <laughs> was yeah. that character Enfys Nest? That character, you know, I'm ashamed Enfys. to say this. E n f y s Enfys Nest. It's gotta be a. A rebel's character. <laughs> you know? She's gotta be something. I because typed in someone is, is she Saw Guerrero's kid? Huh. I don't know. I, I typed know, in Solo a Star Wars story infant nest and it actually came up. <laughs> that works. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say I don't know this, but I wonder... like so, someone I so shout out to the Northridge Star Wars people on the Superhero Alliance, uh, who are wonderful people in in Buffalo, New York, who do cosplay for Star Wars. They run the um 
the Star Wars night every year at the Buffalo Bison's Coca-Cola Field. So we saw a Chris select, or uh, we saw Chris, we saw Brian, we saw Anna, Anna Swanee. It was really good to see all of those people there. But Chris mentioned to me that character, and I I didn't know about her. So it seems like that was a character from Rebels that maybe I just didn't know about. So it doesn't. I'm, it doesn't. I just checked. It doesn't look like she appears in any of the okay. any of the cartoons. Uh, she appears in. Uh, Star Wars Beckett 1, so the okay. comic. Okay. Uh, solo, a Star Wars story. And then, in, I guess, in a Choose Your Destiny, a Han and Chewie adventure, she was only mentioned. Okay. Oh, okay, that's good to know. For some reason, I felt like uh, she was more prominent, but I guess that's good. Yeah, I feel like there's an opportunity for her he, to be He has a, a younger... S- sorry, Saw Guerrero has a younger sister named Stelia Guerrero. Yep. She's in Clone Wars. She's in Clone Wars. So that's... They reference her, by the way, in Rogue One. They do. They But they never show Still, her. Yeah. Huh. I thought she died. Oh, man. I, don't, I, don't I gotta catch up on this. It's so embarrassing as a Star Wars fan. I, I gotta we catch gotta do up. Our, do our research on this. Yeah, they... <laughs> Stila. Stila, right? Stila. She... They reference her, like, when they get to... Um, just after Jin meets... Oh, my gosh. I'm all over the place. I'm on... Uh, this is terrible. I mean, granted, I, we're all tired at this point. Donnie Yen's character. But uh, question number 20, I guess we'll go there. Will we see life inside the Imperial Academy? We did not. I was hoping to, I mean, kind of, you know, Han signs up and that's about it. We get a big contribution in what his last name is. I didn't think we were going to get that. That was interesting. It was very interesting. It's like he didn't have a last name because they were like, what's your last name? Who are your people? And he's like, I don't have any people. And he was like, okay, Han Solo. Yeah, that was interesting for sure. Does he have a last name to begin with? And he just, it sticks forever and ever after that. Yeah. He (laughs) chose to adopt it. So I don't know. Steal his dad, you're right. She is. Okay. I looked it up. Gotcha, gotcha. She dies in Clone Wars. Oh, uh, according to Wikipedia, <laughs> the um, Enfys Nest was created for this movie. Okay. But um, there's also, side note, there's an ad on the side for Legos, and there is a Kessel Run Millennium Falcon with, uh, it does not have that indentation on the front. <laughs> mm. Good to know. Interesting. I was huh. hoping she'd be somebody like more, though. Like when she took her helmet off, I was like, I thought that was going to oh be a my reveal. Gosh. I somebody. thought the big reveal was something like somebody stopped. we'd recognize. I was like, who is it going to Who are you? <laughs> that's, yeah. It's kind of how uh, that You're went. nobody. Aww. We don't want a star that's nobody. We oh, don't wait. know you. <laughs> it was That fine. does raise like an interesting point about where Star Wars is thematically uh, in terms of uh, nobody's kind of sure. leading leading yeah. the charge. Uh, yes. oh, that's the big thing with Ray. Ray. Right? That's the thing, thing, thing with Ray. Nobody. Right. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an interesting little call to that. Yeah, that I didn't even think about that. We all expect everybody in Star Wars to be someone. Yeah. And I and, so. I and I and I like that they're just like stop doing that. Sure. Stop that's thinking enough. somebody's somebody. Just let the story be what it is. That's fine, but I'll say my one last thing. If episode 9 is the last bit in the Skywalker saga, I still want Rey to be re- related to somebody. It just it it's what I want. I don't need everybody to she be could that be. way. It, that's a whole debate she for another time. I but. think yeah. I think as long as you're going to call the episodic Star Wars the Skywalker story, I don't see how you can just make Ben the he's he's is he right? But think about how how many like they're all intertwined. You've got it's all one family. Whether it's right. you know all the way down Vader, Padme, Luke, Leia, Han marries into the family. 
You've got Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. Like maybe they make her. A, it's always you know the hundred theories on Ray. Right. Maybe she's a Kenobi. This that. And we already know Kylo Ren said, "Well, you're you're nobody." And it's just like, well, what if that was to deflect from Could something? Have been a lie. He right. could know. They right. left it exactly. just open enough so that J.J. Abrams can do what he wants. Exactly. You know? Just for the Palpatine theory too. There's that, yeah. Like everyone could. There's the Palpatine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Palpatine. It's. I think it's so much fun speculating about around her character. I was just disappointed that they didn't commit to something. It's like sad that not sad, but weird that someday we're gonna know the answer probably. Mm -hmm. And right now we're having so much fun talking about it. I I thought about that too. But I was disappointed not to get a confirmation yeah. on that in episode eight. I even think though about that before every movie, I'm like, right now I have this right. amount of knowledge, and after I see this movie, I'm gonna know. It's fun, and a that's, little bit that's more. a huge yeah. part of Star Wars to me is the speculating. It's fun yeah. trying to figure out where the next movie's going, who's this, who's that, what movie are we getting next. It, it's all good. So I'm I'm in for whatever they do. But wrapping up Solo, a Star Wars story here. Final thoughts on the movie. And general feelings. Anyone? Um, so if I had to put this in the, the newer movies, so let's just say 7, 8, Rogue One, um, Solo, that's it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I, I would put this on the top, I think. I think this really? is, this, this one takes takes the cake for me. I'm like, like I love this. And it could just be because I just saw it and it's fresh and I loved it. But I don't know. Something about this movie, I, just, I love like the kind of Western theme to it, the heist theme to it. It was very different for a Star Wars movie, and I By loved that. By far the most different Star Wars movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it worked. I mean, I literally had no hype for this movie at all until, like, this morning, and I was like, hey, I'm going to see a Star Wars movie later. <laughs> and then I walked in, and I just, like I said before, it blew my mind. I remember being at work today and just being disappointed. I'm like, I've just been so ridiculously busy the last week and a half, and I'm like, even Pavlak texted me. He's like, you've done, like, no prep work for Solo, <laughs> man. Like, where, where's <laughs> the hype? Oh, I'm yeah, like, no. I know. I usually um, write like 20 articles on this and that and theories and I had nothing. Yeah. And that was maybe part of the fun with it. We talked about it being fun that it's a Christmas tradition now, holiday time for the Star Wars movies because that's when the last three came out. Mm-hmm. It's like it's a, you know Christmas is a fun time. I had Star Wars to it a week before Christmas. You know, it's always great. But this was nice because this was the norm. This is when all the Star Wars movies came out. So by the time you're hearing this, this is the 41st anniversary of, of A New Hope. Uh, it's kind of fun. It was nice walking in and, and just, you know, a T-shirt instead of a, a coat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, uh, right. That was good, yeah. You know, but uh, I, I liked it. It was a nice little change of pace. We're going to have to wait uh, about, what, uh, 19 months now until episode nine? Ugh. Yeah. It's going to be a long time. Well, there's going to be a lot, of, um, a lot of hype hype and a lot of anticipation. So that'll be at least a plus. Yeah. Uh, one last thing before I yeah. pass the mic. Um, I wanted to see Maz or mention of Maz in this too. That's the one thing I've. Yes. I thought at one point I thought someone was Maz, and then it wa- it turned oh, out the, to be just the short. I never even thought of yes. her. Yeah. and then it turned cool. out to be someone else. I was like, dang. There's or, too much of his story to tell. We I need another that, two movies. I thought that Lando playing the game was going to be in her cantina, and I was like, please, please, no, no, it's just a random. Oh, that would have made sense. It would have been really cool. I could see it all tie in and have her meet Chewbacca. Where's my boyfriend? I would love. Yeah, Those two meeting and her like just totally flirting it up. I think yeah. that would be really funny. <laughs> there should be a Maz movie. There's so much I don't know about her. Or a book or a comic. Yeah, so I, I'd be fine with her sure, appearing sure. in like a you Woman know in the Star Wars solo. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I need a, a Maz movie yet, but a little a little more origin on her would be yeah. nice to know. There's something we talked about at the last Girls Who Geek Women in Star Wars edition um, was that in. 
which movie? One of the prequels on Anakin's desk, there's a little statue of Maz, like a little figurine. Phantom Menace. And that's the greatest thing, I think. Maybe they modeled her character, what she would look like after that. Think about how many extra props and things they have floating around Lucasfilm. You know, they probably are like, all right, we need this character. Oh, I like that one. You know, they recycle stuff. Which one did we have on Anakin's desk? Yeah, that can be Maz Kanata. (laughs) Yeah. I I can't wait to start reading up on Easter eggs in this movie that I'm sure we missed. You know, Last Jedi was extensive. I don't know if this will be there, but pretty big. Um, Jamie, final thoughts on Solo and moving forward. Moving forward. Okay. Well, first of all, final thoughts. I thought it was awesome. I thought everything was really great. Um, Moving forward, I would like to see more. Um, I thought this was going to be like an all-inclusive, this is Solo kind of thing, but I feel like there's so much left to be desired, which is a good thing. You wouldn't want it to have every detail of his life. So like, I want to know where he comes from, what, you know, like how he grew up other than the little bit we saw today and what happens after as well. I think TJ summed it up perfectly where it was like, um, we got the details that we knew we wanted out of the way with the Kessel run, meeting Chewbacca, getting the Falcon. (laughs) Now let's, have a blank canvas and see where it goes. Right. And I think they really set themselves up nicely for that too. Like, it's like I said before, I went in with no expectations, not really needing the solo story. And now I'm just like, I can take a couple more of these. I'm interested. They, they gave me, I had no intrigue going into this one. And now I have so much, which I think is a good tell of how well, uh, how well they they did with this, uh, just as and especially with all everything going on around it and not being sure if if it would play out well, just because with everything that happened with the cast and the reshoots and the and the director, um, could have been a mess. It could have been a mess, and it just wasn't. And I think that's that's great for star Wars fans. That's great for uh, the universe. And that's great for what they can push this towards. Um, I think Tom, 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 Tom said he puts it at the top. I think I need more time to digest where I want to put it. Uh, I, I don't think it's fair for me to watch it and just say, okay, it's the best. Uh, I definitely need more time. I'm probably going to go home and you know, watch every watch rewatch everything, and then maybe go see Solo again, and maybe then I'll be able to make a better judgment of where I put it. But right now, I'm on this euphoric high of just wow. That I've was that was great. Quickly, not to judge movies the second after I see them, because for the longest time I was like, you know, it's different from a review standpoint, but in terms of rankings, I would always be. <laughs> I didn't know Tom was from the original <laughs> Captain America. Um, I. I, I would just say it would be my favorite right away. And right. it would be, you know, number one. Uh, so I need to, like you said, let this stew for a bit. We'll figure it out. And then bless you. Yeah. Mm, it's a cough, but okay. thank you Sorry. anyway. I'll take the blessings. Uh, this has made me want to watch A New Hope and actually all the originals over again just to see Han. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I know so much more about his personality now. So with the MCU, Marvel Cinematic Universe, I before um, Infinity War came out, I watched them all. <laughs> Because I wanted to write a ranking article, and I basically would. So I started with Iron Man. Great, that's my first one. Watch the Hulk. Do I like Hulk better than Iron Man? Yes or no? No. And that's how I ranked them. I just went down until I found them. And my original rankings were so drastically different. And that's what I'm gonna have to do with Star Wars, I think. But I gotta let this sink in for a bit. I gotta see it again, because now I know what I'm looking at. 
uh, one thing now that we're playing with this Kylo Ren helmet also, <laughs> did you guys notice that the stormtroopers or the Imperials in that original battle with Han had, like, this was their, their eye cut out? I thought that was really, really weird. No. So the eye slit for Kylo Ren and then the metallic <laughs> basically going around the forehead and to the cheekbones, that was exactly Kylo Ren's helmet. And I wow. thought it was weird that Han had that. And I figured, oh, maybe Han gets one of these and that's why Kylo does that. Oh, um, Woody, Harrelson's character was, Woody Harrelson's character was wearing the same outfit that Lando wears in Jedi. Yes, yes. yes. Okay, oh, I just remember okay. that. The mask in, the, in Jabba's palace. Yes. yes. He has that, like... Oh, know, that, that was right. a cool kind of callback. and everything. So, okay, sorry. I man. totally... I, <laughs> I missed that. I, I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. and I didn't put I that thought together. It was, I thought it was I Lando didn't put it together until so did I. you just said that. Yeah. What about uh, very, very early in the movie, Han pretending to have the thermal detonator? That was a callback. Oh, my I gosh, thought, that later, was right? so funny. Or a flash forward, I guess. You're just holding a rock. <laughs> and no, you made a clicky noise. No, it's not. You made a clicky noise with your mouth. It was good. So uh, my my feelings are I really really like this overall I thought it was a very very it was, it was a new flavor for Star Wars movies where you know Marvel all along they kind of had the similar theme and then you got to Ant Man and it felt like it was different for the MCU and now we're getting all these different movies we've got Black Panther we've got that really big epic movies like Infinity War some smaller scale stuff like Spider Man Star Wars is starting to carve out that niche a little bit well as well and follow that pattern. So Solo maybe is one of those smaller scale movies, but it's really important because it's a character we really love. And uh, like we said, Ale, uh, he, he really did uh, did that character some nice fan service. Uh, I also thought, uh, we haven't talked about him too, too much, but Donald Glover as Lando, I love the way he talked. Yes. Uh, the, the one exchange early when Han goes Sabak and he goes Sabak. Like, okay, they cleared that up because Star Wars fans have said it forever. And then he goes, Han. And he goes, it's Han. Han. (laughs) Yeah, and then he calls him Han forever. And it kind of... An empire, right? It kind of makes... Yeah, it kind of makes sense that he would, like, be throwing that back at him. Like, oh, yeah, Han. Like, they're friends, but they're also, like... They're frenemies. They're frenemies, exactly. For sure. He calls everybody, what, baby? Take a seat, baby. Yeah. (laughs) And how he kissed Kira's hand at first was how he kissed Leia's hand. Oh, yeah. Man, I... Yeah, we could talk about this forever. Yeah, and, and... I, I think that's my one regret for this podcast is like, I don't want to take away from Donald Glover. I thought he did a great job as Lando. I yeah. thought it was terrific. It's just, I wasn't expecting the performances from the other characters. No, not at all. It's going to be a walking carpet exactly. conversation. Yeah, yeah basically. It felt like, right, yeah. It felt like it was going to be the Lando movie. Yeah. What with all the previews like, and going- like... And yeah. going into it, everybody's like, Donald Glover's Lando, Donald Glover's Lando. Yeah, and it's the just hype like, around him. He just right. ended up being a part of the cast, which was great. That's what I wanted. It was. Yeah. Go- I didn't want which, him to steal the show. That's all Lando ever was. Right. Which he's never going to be a prominent character. I don't want. I, I don't want. I don't want to go that far because I. I do think that Lando could have his own. Mo- they could do just the same thing with Lando that they did with Han Solo. Isn't that? I a guess rumor? when I say prominent. Well, in the original trilogy, he was a support character. Oh, for sure. That's for sure. Where I. That's fair. That's fair. He's not your, you know, your Luke Skywalker, your Han Solo, mm-hmm. but he could be something else. He's the same as like Tarkin was. He's like that kind of like yeah. I, that side character. That's fair. Minor character. I we'll feel like it was. I thought one, he had a bigger role in Jedi. One of my biggest disappointments with Force Awakens and Last Jedi is not getting any Lando Calrissian. I thought, huh? come on, he's at the end of Return of the Jedi. Yeah. He's a part of the Rebel Alliance. He's a general. It's a lot though of like throwback characters. Like 
I yeah, mean, but he was. Yeah, but he was like an extra. Is to he me. still? No, is, is he still alive? Yes. But yeah, okay. He's old. He's eighty-four. He was at Nickel City Con last year. Yeah, yeah he's like eighty-four. <laughs> he's up Just there. Just call me Billy hey. D. <laughs> There's still one more movie. Hey, okay, Lando. Yeah. There's still one more <laughs> yes, movie. Scrubs. You know what I'm talking okay. about. Thank you. I was very disappointed not to have him be a part of the Resistance or or whatever it was. You know, even the New Republic. I thought he should have been there, but. We don't know the whole story. Maybe he, Billy D didn't want to. <laughs> it's funny how he left them. Lando left them in the Millennium Falcon just as Han was threatening people with empty threats. And he just left and he never came back. Oh, he was, was just that, gone. That was another great part. It's like we have 30 hired peop- hired guns in there. The way he backs up well, is priceless. <laughs> you do, do your thing. <laughs> oh, man, I can't wait to see it again tomorrow. Very excited. So we want to hear from you, the listener. Tell us what you thought of Solo, a Star Wars story. Leave us some comments, some love on social media, whether it's Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or right on our website at thegeekiverse.com. We want to hear uh, all of your reaction to it, so be sure to leave some comments there. We'll go around the room here. Where can we find you on social media, and what can you plug for the Geekiverse? Mine's TJ. We'll just get the social media for you. Uh, We'll start with Tom. I saw, you, I saw you on Twitter the other day. I was like, who's this guy? I don't know. I was trying yeah, to do, was trying to do a Wookiee thing, but I couldn't do it. There we go. Um, You're just like, huh? I don't know. It's like at Tom Colbert, I think it was. Hold on. I got to check every time. I don't know. I'm on I'm on Geekiverse. So. You wrote a Rick and Morty article. I did. At Tom Colbert is the Twitter. I have 10 followers now, thanks to Pete. Um, <laughs> Thank you. Pete, <laughs> you're number 10? Lucky number 10. Uh but yeah, and I did. I just did the Rick and Morty article, which was the characters I wanted to see return to season four. Um, so let me know what you guys think about that. Um, yeah, I have another couple list ideas coming up soon, so stay tuned. Stay tuned, <laughs> Jimbo. On Twitter, you can find me at Jamie Lynn Leroy, and on the Geekiverse, you can find me on the Girls Who Geek podcast. Uh, this episode for may we did women in star wars part of a three-part series of women in so that's something to listen to if you're a star wars fan you're listening to this right um, and next month we are finishing out that series with women in dc so that's gonna be fun very good so tj you are popular on twitter however uh, what what else is going on in your life uh you know a whole lot of nothing no uh i am at steady riot on twitter uh and some of you may know me as the Buffalo Sabres radio network producer. Yes. Uh, in fact, I frequently like to use local Buffalo music on my broadcasts. So if any of you people are listening, I'm always looking for new music to put on uh, for bumps on the broadcast uh, for uh, commercial lead-ins and whatnot. So Send me an email, tluck81 at gmail.com. That's T-L-U-C-K-81 at gmail.com. If I get anything from this, that's amazing. (laughs) But it's a thing I do, and it's a thing I enjoy. And I enjoy the local music scene. And I also enjoy Star Wars, which is why I'm here. Yes, (laughs) yes, it is. And I talk about a litany of things on Twitter. And I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I, I'm the same way, and that's my problem. I'm not focused. It's either uh, Star Wars or Geek This or That or Buffalo or Sabres. sports or, yeah. Yeah. Lots of, lots of Rasmus talk lately for us uh, in Buffalo, which is Ras- going to be wonderful. Some Rasmai. That's uh, Rasmai with three eyes if, uh, if you're on there. So, <laughs> uh, But, yeah, it was uh, it was great finally getting to sit down with you, TJ, and podcast. Um and obviously talk about Star Wars. We'll have to hit, do some more walking carpet with you, which is our all Star Wars. I would Star love Wars to do uh, walking carpet. Yeah. <laughs> that was, uh, our all Star Wars podcast. Um, 
So TJ, uh, we we always have always have a gift for our guests. Uh, this is why I asked you your shirt size earlier. Makes sense now. Uh, so this is our fourth anniversary limited run shirt. We only made seventy five of these bad boys. Seventy five hundred. It's 75, 75 or 100. Anyway, <laughs> uh, yeah. So thank you for being a part of this. Oh, thank you for yeah. the gift and thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. it's uh, It's been a pleasure. So on Twitter, I am at Josiah D. Leroy. I, like I said, you can find me talking about hockey. <laughs> Lindy's sitting up like a human over there on the couch. <laughs> Lindy's our dog, if you didn't know. Uh, but uh, litany of stuff going on at thegeekiverse.com. We just got off the high of Nickel City Com. We're we had a wonderful weekend there. If you came out, if you bought merch, if you stopped by our table, if you attended any of our panels, thank you so much. It really meant a lot to us. Uh, if you didn't get the shirt that you wanted, you can go to thegeekiverse.storeenvy.com. Uh, there's uh, tons of design options there, different colors for the shirts. Go check out what you want there. Uh, additionally, we have partnered up with Del Reed of 26 Shirts uh, to produce Fantastic, which is a line of weekly new geek-themed shirts. Every purchase goes towards a, uh, a different charity or family in need. You can check those out right at 26shirts.com slash fantastic. Uh, we're proud to partner up with those guys. Additionally, in uh, just a few weeks here, we have a big event coming up. E3 uh, is the Electronic e- Entertainment Expo, the biggest video game uh, basically conference week of conferences in the entire calendar for the, the 12 months here will be in LA for that, uh, along. So me and Adam, her will be on the, the ground there. Uh, we're actually attending Xbox's conference, which is very, very exciting. Uh, but here the folks from the Geekiverse at home will have the war room. So we'll have lots of coverage on all the biggest releases and hands-on demos, uh, for your liking there. So we really appreciate you tuning in. Tell us what you thought about solo, a star Wars story. For TJ, for Jimbo, for Tom, I am Josiah. We will catch you soon. Have a good one.